resident Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, Melanie Niemer joins us from Clearwater, Florida, where along with her husband, Paul, she is owner of Intercal Systems, a company that specializes in residential and commercial security and smart home automation. Integral Systems offers a platform that allows homeowners and businesses to enjoy the benefits of smart technology without seeing it. With that goal in mind, their firm is actively involved in their local NARI branch, which is the National Association of the Remodeling Industry. And in fact, that is exactly how I connected with Melanie on LinkedIn when she was presenting a continuing education class to her local NARI branch. She also presented at the Kitchen and Bath trade show, KBiz, last month in Orlando. And then just yesterday, I learned about her successful presentation to interior design students and automation and integration students at a local technical school. A former teacher with parents who are both business professors, she has clearly found a way to add even more value to her already important role in her company. Today, we'll learn more about Melanie's path to co-owning a CI business and a lot more about what kind of technology is finding its way into integral systems projects in Clearwater and Tampa, Florida. Melanie Nieberg, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. This is fun. I enjoy this. Great. I I, I want to go back to when uh, I, I pitched you on the podcast about coming on the podcast. You're a little... You're well interested, but a little bit reluctant and kind of wanted to defer to having your husband, Paul, involved. And um, one of my selfish reasons was it's Women's History Month, and I just did not want to have any more dudes on the podcast this month. I, <laughs> I wanted sorry. to go all all women all the way the rest of the way, and, and, that, and that made you laugh and, and I think kind of sealed the deal. And, and, we, and I got you a degree that you didn't need Paul on here to sit in the right. background and and he would agree. He would be like, you don't need me on there. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's 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 great confidence from him to, to you. But also, I found he's an introvert like me. So don't mm. put him through that agony. That's not yeah. necessary. You, you can handle this part of it. So <laughs> very, very great. good to see you and meet you. And yeah, um, I, I, just, I just keep seeing posts on LinkedIn about your, your training stuff. And it goes from that one that you did for the remodelers chapter where you said you got to face your fears or push yourself. And I thought that sounds like how I feel about stuff like that. And once you've got through it, you just feel like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm able to do this and I want to do it again. And it sounds like that's exactly what's going on. You've got another couple of educational efforts and presentations Mm -hmm. under your belt. Tell me how, how that, how that experience has been for you. Well, it has been, it's been a lot of fun and eye-opening in many ways. Um, it kind of started out where in January, I meet with a group of women virtually through the Women in Consumer Technology group. Um, I can't remember who even started it, but I meet with them. We're from all around the country. Okay. And one of the things we were going to be talking about in January was the year, someone wrote a book called The Year of Yes and saying yes to things that propel you forward, like your business, personally, just allowing for growth. And so when I was asked by the NARI, the N-A-R-I group, um, 
I'm on the board and they said, you know, we would really like you to um, plan the events. Um, I was like, (laughs) yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I did help put on and host the, what you saw the picture of was, um, our contractor of the year awards. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. So if you're familiar with winter, the dolphin, we held our awards at that aquarium. Okay. Yeah. Where winter, the dolphin was at. And, um, so we did the awards there and there was even like a local, um, lady that's an investigative journalist. And she's actually used the remodelers in Nary to help with some different, um, sad, you know, we know there are bad actors out there. And um, so she used their expertise in some of these things she was investigating. So anyway, she was there. All that to say, I emceed for the night. Okay. <laughs> I made my husband run the AV. Yeah, I and... saw him <laughs> sitting quietly in the background just running yep. technology. That, that's and, I know. I think if we could have just put a screen in front of him, he would have been even <laughs> more happy. Right. Um and I emceed. I wrote the script for the night where I was introducing each winner. And um, anyways, it was, I just felt myself like sweating all night. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. But it really, I was like, I can do this. Like I can do scary things. And so doing that, then I had also at the same time said yes to being on a panel for KBiz. And I was on that with Josh Christian from HTI and Heather from, um, Oh, I always forget. Heather Sidorowitz. Yes. From, uh, and, and she's in Buffalo and I'm just trying to remember now I'm not prepared. I know now I'm forgetting the name of her, but she, um, but she's a, she's, she bought her, integration company. She's a writer for our magazine as well. And she bought her integration company from her father. So it's a family business, but she owns it outright and runs the thing. She's, she's a girl boss all the way. Yes. She is like a powerhouse. And just from being on that and talking to her beforehand, um, she was very encouraging. And, you know, I think that sometimes I think for anyone in any business you're in, there are certain there are certain times where you can be like, oh, I feel like I have imposter syndrome, right? Like, yeah. who am I to be doing this? Um, but she was like, no, you you can do this. You have good points of view. You have good things to say. You can do this. And so from there, while I was at KBiz, which is like a whole other sermon about integrators showing up at these other trade shows, um, there was a interior design um, instructor at our local technical college who brought her students over there. And she heard me on that panel and she was like, oh my gosh, a woman in AV who lives in our area. So as soon as she got back, she emailed me and um, told me how they had also started. This is brand new because like they have low voltage and electrical, but this is the first year they're doing like security and automation. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, what? I was like, that's so exciting. So she said, would you be willing to come in and do like a joint presentation? And I was on kind of like what we talked about at KBiz. And I was like, absolutely. And so I used to be a teacher. So getting up in front of these young adults was a lot easier than to okay. get up in front of like, you know, more seasoned pros. Yeah. Um, so that was um, that was a lot of fun. And let me tell you, these students are 
hungry. They're hungry to learn. They want to know. They want to hear from professionals. And I think someone had asked me like, well, what, you know, what was your big, biggest takeaway or a few Mm -hmm. takeaways? And I think it was that I left going, you know what? Shame on us from those of us in the trades. If we are not, especially in our industry, if we are not somehow getting involved in our community with this, if you have like a technical college near you, get involved somehow. Um, I'm not saying you have to go teach or present, even if it's that you can give some resources or get them plugged in with some resources. I started reaching out near and far to my resources to say what literal tools, Mm -hmm. (laughs) things can we get in there to help these young men and women learn. Right. And people were like, yes, I want, you know, I want to be a part of that. So I'm excited. Even Milwaukee tools, like I sent Mm. um, in my Nary group, Milwaukee tools has a rep in there. And I just reached out to him and he said, get me a list and I'll send that to who it needs to be sent. So I asked my husband, I said, Hey, what, what tools do you find you use the most often on a job? And he gave me a list and I sent that out and I thought, okay, that's what, that's what we want them to know, right? We want them to know basic use of these tools. Yeah. And um, we even have some like some cameras in our warehouse with the software security cameras. And we're going to give them a box of those. So these uh, young adults can learn how to hang a camera, how to point it, how to, you know, um, get on the software and do all that, wire it up. So um, we need to, if we know there is a job shortage or a trade shortage, right, mm-hmm. in the workforce, then we need to do our part to let those know who are working towards that, hey, this is a worthy industry and this is a worthy job. Your skills are that's a good skill to learn. So we're going to give you the tools you need to learn it and be successful because uh, I need to find more employees. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's it's so logical when you can find that because you think, okay, I'm busy enough. I'm so overwhelmed with my day to day. How can I spend mm-hmm. any time with these people? But you hear every single company in this industry is short of employees and don't know mm-hmm. where to find them. And, and it's, it's all levels. So it's not going to solve everything. You know, you might need a, right. a, a project manager who is much more seasoned and that's going to mm-hmm. be a tougher, tougher find. But right. for someone who you want to pull, to pull wire, to do uh, technician work, have them at, on a career path to become maybe a project manager someday, but right. know that they've got some baseline education Mm-hmm. And that is such a worthwhile effort to go reach out to those those schools if you've got them in your area and do yeah. what you've done. I, I think that's brilliant. I know that CD has tried to do this and it's just so hard to do it on a national level. You can mm-hmm. you, you it really has to be grassroots. And this is really a great example of that. So congratulations on that. And what an organic way of having just that yes moment and then another mm-hmm. yes moment and just continuing to, yes. and, and now here you are on, on a podcast because of the, that first yes is why you're here, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, mm-hmm. great, great, great work. I mean, what a great yeah. example of not being scared of a new thing. So, uh, yeah. a, a lot of us could, could really learn that, that lesson. Um, I did want to kind of step back though and go over how it is, um, you, you said that your husband clearly was the reason why you were able to become uh, an owner in the custom mm-hmm. integration business. But could you 
got kind of give us a little background of how you, I know you were a teacher for a while, but Mm -hmm. your path, um, did you ever think as a kid you'd be involved in technology at all? No. (laughs) Right. Never, (laughs) never saw myself here in a million years. Uh Um, But it's funny how, it's just funny, right? Like how life works out and how it all works out. So my parents are both retired business professors. Um, My older sister is a small business owner. She has a wellness center. She's a licensed mental health therapist. And, but we both went into teaching, but growing up, our parents kept telling us, if you want to make good money, don't go into teaching. Right. <laughs> they were like, go into business for yourselves. And we both became teachers. Well, her, so fast forward, I, my husband was working for an electrical company They moved him into the low voltage side. He was really enjoying that. Another guy said, hey, I think we can do this together. Um, And so they started a company together. Well, I think that was after like three or four years, which by the way, the day my husband left the electrical company, which a great electrical company, um, the day he left and said, okay, I'm going to do this other company full time. He came home and I was like, so by the way, I'm pregnant with our second child. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, here we go. Yeah. So um, I stayed home. I was staying home with my kids. And after about three or four years, that business uh, partnership dissolved. Okay. And he said, okay, I still want to have my own company. Um, why don't you be the owner? Like 100% owner, but let's do this together. And I was like, whoa. Okay. So he holds the license. I am a hundred percent owner. And so with that, I was like, okay, well, um, I'm going to get a lot of advice from my parents because I've never done this before. And obviously he had been doing that, you know, running a company for three or four years. So he was teaching me things and my sister being a business owner, she had, so she stepped out of teaching and said, okay, I'm going to do counseling full time. Okay. She was like, okay, here are the, and I'm an avid, avid reader. I read everything. And she said, here are the books you need to read. Here are the podcasts you need to listen to. So that's what I started doing. And then about, so I was just kind of like, I was just a little silent. You know, my husband was mainly running things. And then about three or four years ago, all of our kids were in school full time. And I said, okay, I am going to sit in the driver's seat and we're going to we're going to go to the next level and just all that reading all that listening pulling from my resources we are i feel like i tell paul I'm like we're like the little engine that could <laughs> like we just keep <laughs> plugging along and plugging along and and i make these goals and we reach this goal and i'm like okay let's shoot for a bigger goal and and what do we want to do what do we want this year to look like and so that's how i came into this but i will say I love, I love the business side of it. Like I'm not the integrator. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the field. So I never want anyone to think that I am. Right. But I love networking and meeting interior designers, architects, builders, anyone in that design build space. We're going to be, we're going to be good friends. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy that. So I just, I meet, I go out. I bring them in. I introduce them to my husband, my project manager, Spencer. 
and they kind of take over from there. Okay. So mm-hmm. are you are you ever selling? Um, are you going through products and things like that with them? Or are you just really going broad overview and then you bring yes. in the technical guys? Yes. So I really am a I'm at the broad overview, but I feel like I'm kind of a good starting point because I'm not so in the weeds. Yeah. It's this, it's this base level and how can we partner with you as the builder or the remodeler or the designer to make you shine? This homeowner Mm -hmm. wants technology. They need the technology. You want to keep your designs pretty. We're going to give you low visible impact and make you shine. And so I feel like when I approach it more from like a layman's point of view, sure. and you know, and and I've taken some, you know, we, I'll have my husband go with me, take a remodeler out to lunch and we're like, tell us your pain points. Like what, what has it been like working with, you know, those in the low voltage industry? And sometimes they don't really, (laughs) they don't have great things to say. And so I'm like, okay, we're going to change that point of view and, um, you know, give us a chance to prove ourselves, work with us. And so I feel like when we're, and I actually, I got that advice from Jamie Breesmeister Mm -hmm. and she said, take them out to lunch and like, find out, you know, what, what have they experienced and how can you counter that? And so that's, I took her advice and that's what I did. And it has really paid off. And what about homeowners then? Are you also, that would seems to be, would be a great kind of message and uh, interface with a homeowner. Obviously they, they may have a little more of an idea of the types of technology they want in their home, or maybe they don't mm-hmm. at all. And you can just kind of stay at that comfortable level and say, this is how we do it. And mm-hmm. then, and then you bring in the the more technical voice and say, this is more of the specifics yeah. if you want to know them. Otherwise mm-hmm. this is kind of the idea of where you're going to go with this. Like how about yeah. that part of it? Yeah. I would say when a homeowner calls here, cause I'm usually here at the office mm. um, and I'll start talking to them and I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm putting them in our, am I allowed to, am I allowed to say brands on here and stuff? Yeah. Like that? I was actually okay. going to ask you some of your, um, your top brands. So go, go for it. Yeah. Okay. So for our day to day, um, you know, for our scheduling and all that, we use the Projects 360. Mm, yeah, sure. So, yeah, and that has been a really good fit for us. And um, and even our other team members, when we introduced it um, back in like, as of January 1st, I was like, we have got to use this system. We were kind of messing with it, going through the trainings and then not doing anything. And I was like, this is crazy. So, as of January 1st, I was like, we're just, we're, we're going at this. So that has been a huge, that's been a game changer. I would say like, like we should be doing right. Like keeping yeah. better track of that, you know, when you do the proposal and you, mm-hmm. you know, actually put in the hours, you know, did you go over those hours? Did you lose money? Did you make money on that job? Um, I, so we use projects 360 So I'll put notes in that or I'll put, um, you know, send notes to the project manager. And then he usually reaches out to the homeowner from there. But if I talk to them on the phone, I'm, you know, taking notes and then um, he will follow up with them. And sometimes they come here to the showroom. Sometimes they know really what they want or he'll go out and do a, a site 
walk through and Mm -hmm. educate them. And I think, and he's really good at that of educating homeowners with the specific brands. And when he hears like, okay, you know, they're saying this. So now I need to suggest this. Like he's, he's so good at that. Well, notoriously our, our sort of Achilles heel in the industry has been the business acumen. So to have you in that role and so into it and focused on it and not distracted by being out in the field and really just Mm -hmm. not wanting to let go. So many folks in this industry start out as a technician or as a sole proprietor, getting out there and doing the work for the selling it, installing it, doing the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And they can never quite let go of that role. You know, it's just, it's like what it's their comfort zone. And Mm -hmm. and then, and they go back and they go, Oh God, send out invoices. You know, like that kind of thing. And if Mm -hmm. you're just like, Hey, this is what I do. And I get to interface with these, these other um, partners. And that's great Mm -hmm. too. the training. What a, what a great freedom really to have that Mm -hmm. in the company from both your husband's side and your side, just not to have to be distracted by too many different bouncing balls. So yes, um, very cool. Mm-hmm. Cause it's hard to work on your business when you're working in your business. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. so hard. For sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I want to uh, continue our conversation with Melanie Niemerg after the break. Do you want superior smart home automation at a great value? Shelly Wi-Fi relays by Alterco Robotics cover DC to line voltage, allowing you to control lights, outlets, appliances, garage doors, pumps, and much more. There are Shelly sensors and power measurement devices to help you measure temperature, humidity, lux, or motion, and electrical consumption from single wire to three phase with neutral. You can use Shelly with a licensed driver for Control 4, Elon, or other premium systems, as well as your customer's existing hub, voice assistant, or any platform that accepts REST, MQTT, or CoAP. Shelly can make IoT very easy. Available now at Blackwire, City Electric Supply, and Worthington, or at ShellyUSA.com. Welcome back. We're talking with Melanie Nieberg owner of Integral Systems in Clearwater, Florida. And I almost said Nieberg because that happened so easily off the tongue. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the projects that your company has done that you're proud of. Um, I saw mm-hmm. a few things on your website, but I wanted to let you uh, maybe say, here's here's some of the things that we're doing. A lot of outdoor stuff being in Florida, that seems like a great mm-hmm. fit. Um, it's talking about brands a little bit. Um, you, you have a Florida brand there in your arsenal um, on the outdoor stuff. So maybe I'll let you say. Coastal you, Source. Yeah. Yes, Coastal yes. Source down, down mm-hmm. in really South Florida. Yep. Um, I've been invited. I didn't get to go down there, but I've heard I missed out. What, what, um, what other types of technology or products that um, you're using or cool projects that uh, you can tell us about? Well, so I will say one of the uh, the guys just went to a training for it, which is, again, it's a company based out just maybe an hour, hour and a half south of me is um, Progressive Screens. Yes. And yes. And that is like, we're super excited to um, sell that product because here, you know, I don't know how many times I have boarded up my home. <laughs> Or a stupid hurricane or right. a tropical storm. And these screens, not only, you know, are there like the bug screens, but these hurricane rated screens. And so especially we have so many customers that have second homes here 
And so from New York, right, they mm-hmm. can put that screen down from their phone. Cool. You know? And mm-hmm. so we do use Control 4 as our um, automation platform. But we also use, um, we are Lutron dealers. We also uh, are Josh AI and we mm-hmm. really love Josh. We love to sell Josh. So which I have a son named Josh, so I cannot call it that at the house. Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> or I, I said to him, I was like, what would you think if I was like, hey, Josh, you know, put the shades down. Josh, turn on the lights. Josh, do that. He was like, mm, I would not, <laughs> would not like that. Um, so we sell a lot of that and they, you know, with the different apps on the phone, our customers can do things remotely. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that, those progressive screens are, they're pretty phenomenal. Like you, there's a video where this like two by four, I can't remember. It was something like 300 miles an hour and that two by four shot at that screen and it just bounces off. Wow. That's cool. Yes. So to me, that's exciting. Um, to be able to offer to customers. Um, and then the coastal source, we sell a lot of that, um, Talk about outdoor durability, um, for for them to be in South Florida and know what it takes to survive the climate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, I think they're a perfect fit for Florida. The salt water, the sun, and so many homes that we do are right there on the Gulf. Mm. So, and I think that's one thing is like, we really do, um, we really do, you know, offer tend to offer first, right, on the coastal source because we know the elements and we do not, our business model is not one that is let's install this and then we have to keep coming back for servicing. Right. We want to install quality products, give our customer quality products so that they're not have we're not having to come back out and do all these service calls all the time. You know, right. we want them to be happy with their system. We want them to, um, not get frustrated with their technology. So, or say, Hey, I just spent a lot of money on this and it's, and you guys keep coming out. So, right. Well, what about, um, I know you balance commercial with your residential mix. Mm -hmm. What types of commercial projects have you done? So one, so we are in hospitals. We do, um, we do security cameras at one of the malls. Um, we are um, in banks with like security cameras um, and then a car. Let's see. There's a local um, car dealership, but he has he has quite a few of them. And so that we've been working in those with their AV, mm-hmm. um, which I hope to get. I have to I'm actually working on updating my website because I was like, we have done so many projects over the last two years that we need to get on there. But it's been hard, you know, to yeah. get in people's homes, to get pictures taken. and Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah. So, and with the way the supply chain has been, it's like, oh, you could have had this job done in this amount of time, getting pictures, get them on the website, boom, boom, boom. Whereas now it's like the phases because of the supply chain. So yeah. I was going to ask been- you about that. I, I vowed to not end on a supply chain uh, question <laughs> because it's such a bummer, but uh, I always end up getting there. And so you've, you've been learning how to do what you can do while you've got mm-hmm. the product and then next mm-hmm. sta- stage, you have to wait for it. Right. Yeah. And as soon as we get that down payment, we're ordering products, yeah. even though 
you know, we know that job's not going to be able to start right away, but if, if we can get those things ordered and get them here as soon as possible and get started, that's been our, it's been our goal. Yeah. And, and fortunately everybody on every level is experiencing this. Mm -hmm. So they don't, it's not new to say that that'll be a slight delay or we'll right. have to stretch this out a little bit, but it's, mm -hmm. it's just, it's gotta be tough on, um, on you as a business owner too, uh, dealing with cash flow and all that knowing mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that you're going to have delays. Um, yeah, but, we've just, I think we've done a good job managing it, you know, trying to figure it all out. <laughs> Well, that's that's great, um, and I, I I thought it was interesting how much of a security focus you have. Some companies that's not an area um, that they're they're comfortable in. Do you have to have any uh, licensing for security in Florida right now? Yeah, so to do that, you do have to hold your low voltage license. Okay. Um, and, and your husband's also an electrical contractor by uh, license as well from his prior role? Well, or? so he, when he worked at the electrical company, he did get his journeyman's license mm. and then he did take the electrical um, state licensing test. He passed. He just, at that point, didn't, he just was like, you know what, we're just going to focus on low voltage, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to insurance and all that, he's like, let's just focus on low voltage. So, right. Um, so that's really why we just stayed in that umbrella. Right. Um, and so I would say our commercial jobs definitely focus on the security mm -hmm. side. And, um, it was interesting when March of 2020 happened. Um, I didn't know, like we kind of sat there going, okay, what, how is this all going to look? Um, what are we going to do? And I really thought, I thought, okay, we've got a really good hefty commercial side. That's going to carry us. And the commercial stuff kind of dropped off for a good three months. And obviously, as we know, the residential just took off. And I was like, I did not see that coming. <laughs> right. And so that and then, you know, after a few months, you know, security came or the commercial jobs came back online, um, a little slower moving in that sense. But um, two years later, you know, we've, we're doing great on both sides. But I, I do think on the commercial side, at least not for me, but what I hear my husband talk about is that's always like a good, that's like a good, um, those are good projects for, you know, when we have young guys come in and they're new working with us, that kind of has that, there's some more redundancy in that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and just training them the way we, I say we, I am not training them. Um, <laughs> but the way, um, you know, uh, Paul and Spencer want them trained, they can, re that's like a good place to do that. So I'm um, like you said, it is, um, I'm excited, especially about like we're talking about, you know, training young people um, to hire them. And because it's like you can take you don't have someone coming in going, well, this is the way I've always done it. Right. You know, there's there's that company culture. There's um, just the way you do things. For instance, when I spoke to the automation uh, program, those students mm -hmm. there, their instructor said, hey, can you? Can you talk to us about the reality of being on job sites and like mm -hmm. expectations? 
And I thought that's really good. That's like a good question and a good topic because for them, like I, so when my husband worked at the electrical company, the biggest, like one of the big things they honed in on was you leave that job site nicer than you found it. Right. Like you make sure you always clean up. And so that's what they hone in on now. Make sure whenever you leave, wherever you're at, commercial or residential, you leave that job site better than you found it. Mm -hmm. And um, so talking to them about that and about just because it was really cool. They have this classroom and then they have this big like warehouse classroom where they have two by fours up and they're learning how to run wire and cabling and stuff like that. And I was like, that's a perfect example of when you're done with what you're doing here in the classroom, make sure you clean up that area, like get, get used to that. Yeah. So, um, I was like, I'm going to get my little, we're going to train up little minions here. That's awesome. What, what, what a great message. And you've got to think back to when you were in college or right out of college and the, the, things you just didn't realize or know about. Mm -hmm. And there, there's some simple things like that about professionalism. And yeah. I, I remember a moment when I was interning and I, I was done with my day, I thought, and I didn't tell anyone I was leaving. And my colleague said, you know, you're supposed to report into the boss before you just go home. <laughs> and, and I was like, <laughs> really? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. And it's like such a logical, okay. you know, obvious thing as an adult, you know, as some, someone in your right. 50s. But but mm -hmm. cleaning up, you know, and making it so impressive. And some people still don't act like that as adults, you know, and yeah. You know, <laughs> but 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 that that that's that's something you have to do as a contractor, clearly. The booties on the shoes and the whole making yes. the homeowner feel comfortable that you're not just like trudging through in boots mm -hmm. or whatever. So many, yeah. so many things. So uh do you have a plan uh to to come back and do more training or is it more on the providing tools part of it now for you for that school? Um, for me, well, so I was asked to be a part of the advisory board for the um, design students, the oh, decorator cool. students, mm -hmm. because I just thought I was so impressed with their instructor. She was so forward thinking. And one of the things that she had her students do when they went over to KBiz was she said three things when you get back that I want you to write about. Obviously countertops, obviously cabinets, that kind of stuff. And the third thing was technology, smart home technology. And so she, and I thought that's so impressive, right? Yeah. Because I find myself having to really beat that drum and I'm trying to be the loudest voice in the room without mm -hmm. being the obnoxious voice <laughs> and going, you know, bring us in on the design phase. Like, don't wait till the walls are up and then and then let the homeowner go, oh, yeah, I wanted some speakers put in, you know? Yeah. And it's like, wait. So, um, so I thought this is so great to be getting these young people who are going into this profession used to thinking about, okay, I need to include technology. I need to make room for that in my planning. And um so she said, would you sit on our advisory board so you can, you know, if there's anything I'm missing? And I mean, I love that. I was like, absolutely. So for me, I personally am going to make the time to go back. I am going to try. I'm going to try to get my husband to go in and give <laughs> any kind of because I don't you think like that real life 
yeah. training, you know, is so good. And to see if he can come back and help with something, but definitely um, getting, I'm trying to round up anything I can for their classroom. Yeah. Um, anything, well, tools, cameras, I don't know. I'm not asking for anything big or expensive or crazy, you know, just, just to get a little things. Just to mm-hmm. get a little hands-on experience with the stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. If there's, you know, speakers, anything that's been returned or, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Well, hopefully we have some folks listening to this that would be interested in, in providing that. I think uh, there there have been in the past a lot of great contributions to efforts mm-hmm. like this. So um, great work, Melanie. I think that's really cool. I'm so glad I got to hear your story about this. And Best of luck with the continuation of saying yes to things and learning, um, having new opportunities. Uh, And I appreciate you taking the time out today to talk to us. My pleasure. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Melanie Niemerg is owner of Integral Systems in Clearwater, Florida. You can find her on LinkedIn and learn more about her company at IntegralFL.com. That wraps up today's show. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the weekly podcast on your preferred platform and consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the bi-monthly print and digital magazine or to our Tuesday and Friday email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell.